Welcome to E to the Power of Three, a podcast of Bridging the Gap, where our mission is to encourage, equip, and empower every woman on her faith journey with Jesus Christ. Today, we are honored to hear from BTG friend, prayer team member, and volunteer project manager of the Immersed Devotional, Bree Slay, as she has a conversation with our podcast host, McKelty Bloom. In this episode, you will hear about the history and purpose of the annual Bridging the Gap devotional book, how past devotionals have impacted women, and how you or your friends could be considered as contributing authors for future devotionals. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Brie, welcome to the podcast. We are so happy to have you here today and talking all things Thrive Devotional, um, which might be a newer concept for some people who may not have heard about our devotional Mm -hmm. and some might be very familiar and have all the copies. So I'm really excited to have you here and joining me today, but I know that you are newer to the team in this role. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was the last two years you've been kind of running the last two years. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's been so fun to have you in this role and I have been new to it too, writing it for the last two years. So we're in it together, but (laughs) (laughs) would you just um, introduce yourself a little bit and how you are connected with BTG? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so excited to be on here and talk about the devotional. So I've been helping with it. Um, I should say I'm Bree Slay in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> I've been helping with the devotional for the last um, two years. And so I've been more helping in a coordination um, kind of aspect, um, helping it just get the writers together, bring the editors together, kind of bring the whole project together. And we'll go into that in probably more detail at some point. Um, but yeah, I've been helping in that capacity, which has been super fun um, just to be able to volunteer and give back in that way. Um, a little bit about me, I guess, uh, I currently work for animal humane society. Um, so I am the recruitment supervisor there. So we do all the hiring. I have a team of three and I absolutely love being a leader. It's been super, super fun. I feel so blessed to have just a great team of recruiters. So I also like to say, if anyone ends up listening to this, that is a recruiter or hiring in this market, I completely empathize with (laughs) the challenges of that right now. And we could talk offline about that because that's a whole different beast. Um, But outside of that, um, I have been married to my husband, Eric, for three years. Um, We live in Andover. I could probably talk about Eric for the whole podcast if we really need to. I, I love that man very much. He is just like the into my yang. He's totally balances out my kind of anxious Enneagram six personality if anyone knows about that. So, um, yeah, so we love to travel. We actually went to four countries and four States in this spring. <laughs> so oh, wow. it tells you a little bit about our love for travel. So, um, we love to do that. Um, and then, you know, in free time, I love to read, of course, love to read these devotionals. Um, I love to do yoga and I love to puzzle. That was a pandemic thing that I picked up was starting to puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) So have you been involved in writing before in the past or what got you interested in kind of taking the reins on helping with the devotional? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a a wild story, but I mean, my background has been, I actually um, was involved in writing at a young age. And I always said like my kid dream was to be an author. So I think it's kind of funny that this comes full circle, but um, I almost went, I almost, it was so close to going to, to school for journalism because I did get involved in the newspaper in high school. So I've always just kind of had a love for it. Um, 
I had to do different devotionals through my church um, that I've had to present on before. And yeah, it's just something that's always kind of ministered to me is the, is the devotional content. And so um, it was actually when Carol, like, heard of who I was and the Holy Spirit letter to me, I guess. And so, um, we talked about this and I, I prayed about it and thought it sounded like an awesome opportunity to just get involved in a different type of way, which involves writing and devotionals. So, yeah. Yeah. Carol has this remarkable way of finding people <laughs> that <laughs> are just perfect for the role that she wants them to be in. So we talk about that all the time on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It was really sweet the way it played out. So I appreciate her. Well, and being a part, you know, of this Thrive devotional, some of you may not be familiar with what it is, but it's our annual devotional that we do every single year and it's released at the Thrive Conference. So, um, Bridge, you want to just share a little bit more about the Devo, you know, how long we've been doing it, maybe some of the past themes. Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit of background on what the devotional is built to be, I guess. So we have traditionally 31 writers involved. That is always our goal is that we would have 31 pages to the devotional, 31 writers contributing to it um, so that it's this um, voices from all over the place. We want to have voices of different denominations and backgrounds and and cultures and generations. We want to hear from all of the women um, and really bridge that gap. So that's been really awesome. That's kind of our heart behind it. And then, you know, the content itself, it's, it's quick, it's digestible, it's devotional style. So if you're not familiar with that, it's usually, you know, a page and a half long, something that you can take your cup of coffee and sit down, read it, you know, in the morning, five minutes, maybe 10, and um, it kind of sets up your day. So that's really the, the heart behind it. We also have incorporated, you know, response and answer questions so you can take it a little bit further um, so you can kind of think about it throughout your day. Um, and we also, of course, always have scripture as a part of it. We want to make sure it's lined up with the word of God. Um, so that's kind of what what the devotional looks like, um, the history behind it. So we've been doing the books since actually 2013. They've been they were slightly different formats um, originally for the first couple of years. Um, And then in 2015, we shifted to this true devotional style format. Um, We also had a whole team of writers. My understanding is back in 2013, we had a big group of writers for many, many years that were working on the blog. So that was another way we were connecting with people was through our blog on the website, um, which then has since shifted to this podcast, which is really cool. Um, They have this other format. Um, But yeah, the, the devotional has been around since... 2015 in its in its current format. Um, we've had six devotionals since then, um, all of which are available on Amazon. I'm going to read the titles just so if anything jumps out to people, they can go and grab a copy. Um, but if you want to, probably the easiest way is to just go on Amazon, search for Bridging the Gap, um, and then you will find our full list. Um, so I have our list here. Um, the first one is Your Story Matters, which is about every heart has a story to tell. The second one is Audacious Love, which is an adventure into the heart of God's great love. Um, I Choose, which is seeing God's purpose and the choices that define our lives. Tenacious Hope, which is discovering joy and peace in God's perfect plan. And you guys, I have to say, I just started reading that one last night. (laughs) Picked it up because it was right on my table. I'm like, I'm going to open it up. The first article is Susie Larson, for those of you who know her. And I 
was crying. <laughs> so if you need a little more tenacious hope in this season, that's your book. Um, we also have adamant faith, which is clinging to an unshakable God in an ever-changing world. And then we have um, last year's, which is God is greater. So if anyone was at Thrive last year, remembers we were talking about celebrating God's goodness in every season. Mm-hmm. And what I love, if you hadn't caught on from that, is that the Devo's are related to the theme of thrive every year. Hmm. And I just think that's so nice to have a follow-up in a way from the conference because you come to this amazing conference. It's Mm -hmm. two days of just so much teaching and worship and connecting with women. Like there's so much learning. I'm always Mm -hmm. mentally exhausted after (laughs) it's it's so good, but you are observing so much. And then to be able to take something home Mm -hmm. and continue on with the work that maybe God was doing in your heart or to continue through that process of diving deeper into that theme that we spent Mm -hmm. two full days talking about. So this year's theme, Mm -hmm. Brie, I'm wondering if you could just share a little bit about what the theme is yeah and maybe a glimpse into some of the writing and articles that people can read this year yeah absolutely so yes uh, spoilers here we go (laughs) so this year's theme is immersed journey in the day-to-day with God um so you know I think that's going to mean a little bit something different to everyone um Mm -hmm. you know what Angie may share or what we may share at Thrive could be slightly different. I figured I will share what my heart is on this. Um, so I think it goes without saying that the last two years, especially have been especially hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this, um, this book comes at the perfect timing. So really it's meant to come alongside you as all of our devotionals do, but it's ministering to you in every day. It's, it's the challenges of, of finding joy, finding peace, um, finding just a connection to the Holy Spirit or the Lord in every moment. And so it's really about um, the everyday season, you know, what are those hills or what are those valleys? And so, and how do we, how do we do this thing, right? How do we get through these tough seasons? Um, So what I really liked about this book um, is that it's, it's not just about, um, you know, the, just the joys, but it, it really gets at the heart of those difficult seasons. And so you will find, you know, in this book that we've got, um, women that are sharing real and raw personal stories. Um, you know, they, I think that's always been a thing for these books, but I think especially so we've all walked through something different this last couple of years. And so you will, you'll hear that. Um, and what women have learned about how do they walk with Jesus in the midst of, everyday battles or longer seasons, um, just some sneak peeks of what some of those stories might be. It was, um, you know, it might be practical tips. It might be like, how do I start my day? You know, before all the noise and the clutter and the chaos of the day comes in, how do you, how do you practically do that? Um, some women are sharing that. And then some women are sharing about like desert seasons, you know, where it feels really difficult to feel joy. It feels like you don't understand the direction your life is going. You're confused. How do you walk out those seasons? Um, and then there's other ones where, you know, of course, with the pandemic, there's been loss and there's been a loss of a lot of things. So there's grieving and how do you navigate grieving? How do you navigate fear? Um, and so these women are really sharing what they've learned through those seasons. Some from the last year, some of them learned these 10 years ago and they've been walking this out. So it's really personal. Um, I really feel like the heart behind it is how can we see more of Jesus, his peace, mm. his love, his joy, his power, his authority. 
Um, how can we trust him more in the day to day? And, you know, really thinking about it of like, how do we bring life or breathe life back into our weary bones, right? How do we get back to that place of being immersed? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I really appreciated when I read through last year's was just like you said, Brie, that everybody is just taking one theme, you know, one, mm-hmm. one verse that we kind of say, this is our heart for this year. And they're completely going off of their experiences. Yeah. So you do get such a variety, you know, mm-hmm. you get that variety of someone saying, let me just give some practical tips. And then yeah. you have someone that's more telling a story, someone that's more ministering. Like there's just so much mm-hmm. to unpack. And that's why I really feel that this devotional is for every woman. Mm-hmm. I think that you absolutely can gain something from these different writings and these different articles. And you talked about it a little bit from the beginning, but it's, we open this up for submissions Mm -hmm. for people and anybody can write in, you don't have to be a professional writer. You don't have to, you know, it's, it's truly just anybody can and how much we love the diversity of it all. It's mm-hmm. multi-generational, multicultural. It's people who are living out of state. So they live in a yeah. completely different life than Minnesota. Yeah. But for you, what is the best part of using so many different writers and hearing their mm-hmm. unique stories? Yeah, you know, what's the best part to me is that, and I think anyone who opens a book or maybe has already opened the book is it feels full of worship. Like there is some kind of power in these writings. It's, it's people's testimonies, which are vulnerable and raw. And I think that's what I appreciate is, um, it feels, it feels so real. Like these are, these are unscripted stories, right? Like they're, they're coming. And sometimes it's the first time they're sharing this story. And so I just feel like you, you find someone you can connect with at minimum one person, I think always, right. And maybe every single story. And so that's what I think about is really cool is that, um, like you said, McKelty, they've got different, different backgrounds, different nominations, different belief systems, you know, it's all kind of all wrapped up in one. And so there's, there's bound to be someone that you feel connected to. And I think in just in general, you feel that worship, you feel like, okay, we're, we're pulling our thoughts back. We're, we're full, feeling full of life again through the mm-hmm. power of the, of the written word, which is a really cool form. Yeah. And it's just another way for people to feel that like me too. I'm not mm-hmm. alone. You yes. know, when we're able to hear other people's stories and even something as, you know, just even something that you might not think is a big deal that you're going through personally, but Mm -hmm. to hear that someone else is walking through that pain and that frustration or that discouragement just brings that encouragement. And that's Mm -hmm. what bridging the gap is all about. It's right in our mission statement to encourage Mm -hmm. equip, and empower every woman on their faith Mm -hmm. journey. And this is another resource that bridging the gap has to do exactly that Mm -hmm. is to completely encourage and equip you and empower you Mm -hmm. wherever you are at in your your life, in your journey, in your relationship with Christ. So I just think it's yeah. an amazing resource that I want everyone to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get, get a hold of. Mm-hmm. But have we seen, you know, just what has been the impact of yeah. the devotionals in the past? What maybe have women said about it? I know we're sharing mm-hmm. our personal experiences of how it's ministered mm-hmm. to us, but what has been the impact of the devotional in the past? Our lives are often consumed by many things, while our Savior's greatest command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. Luke 10, 27. 
Imagine our hearts, souls, minds, and strength no longer dipping their toes in the shallows, but being fully immersed in the one who deserves our life's attention. It's time to dive deeper, dream, and celebrate together at the 2022 Thrive Women's Conference, happening September 30th and October 1st at the Mayo Civic Center in Rochester, Minnesota. This year's theme is Immersed, and we'll be featuring Charlotte Gamble, Lisa Harper, leadership speaker Carrie Newhoff, worship with Emmanuel Live, and MC Fun with Susie Larson and Amber Gerstman. You'll also enjoy exhibitor shopping, the Thrive Girlfriends Party, and other surprises along the way. Groups of 40 or more to register by September 1st will receive reserved seating. See details and register at btgthriveconference.org. That's btgthriveconference.org. See you there. Yeah, so I think it's really cool that the, as I was thinking about, you know, the impact that we've made through this book, we we have impact on the readers, of course, right? Where I think, I mean, that's our heart behind it and our goal, but, and I will share a couple of those specifics, but I think what's really cool is that this is also encouraging, equipping and empowering women who are writing and, and, mm. and editing. And um, I feel really privileged to be able to be able to read all of these submissions and have a chance to say, hey, well done. This was awesome. Keep going, keep writing. Um, which is just a unique opportunity. Like, I feel like I can encourage and be encouraged through it and the writers too, and the editors. And so um, we're all a team of, of figuring this thing out together. And so it's just a phenomenal opportunity for, you know, for anyone who is looking to develop those skills to really empower themselves and be bold and share your story that you've always felt like you need to share. So that's from the one side. And then on the reader side, um, we've had, you know, a lot of great impacts. I wanted to share two quotes though, that it kind of came down to. So one of them says this devotional was such a good reminder of God's trustworthiness in a time of such uncertainty. It strengthened my faith and encouraged me to live out and act out my faith in daily life. And what I love about that is, you know, we're always looking to strengthen people's faith, but she's calling out daily life. And that's mm -hmm. what I really think the devotional is here for, right? You, you might sit down and you read it front to back, um, you know, in 31 days, or, you know, you might set it on your coffee table. And when you need a, a word of hope, a word of encouragement, and it, and it ministers to you, ministers to you in a different way, every single time you read it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and whatever season you happen to be in that time. So I love that she sees that as like a, a daily life thing. Um, the other quote here we have is packed full of amazing stories and wisdom, as well as response questions, a great way to start your day. Um, and I love that call out because the response questions, I think, are key. I mean, there, there is so much content out there, right? There are so many books, <laughs> can be analysis paralysis. Um, but what I love is that um, our books do have that built in where the author is thinking about what, what could help them you know, digest this in a different way where it really sticks. Um, and so there's those response questions or take it further. So you can be thinking about that throughout your day, or maybe read those the next day. So you can reflect on what um, you read the, the day before. Yeah. Oh, I, I just love everything you said and just how practical it can be. And even the fact that you said, you don't have to read it every single day. I'm, Cause I, mm -hmm. I'm someone that <laughs> I feel like, Oh, I have, it's a daily devotional. I have to read it every day. And then I get stressed yeah. about it. I get stressed if I like get behind. Mm -hmm. like, no, it's, you could just pick up right where you left off in a couple of days. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I say throw it on the coffee table because 
because, you know, when you feel that nudge and you're like, okay, I need, I need a word of encouragement. I'm feeling anxious right now or whatever it may be. It's there for you. I feel like you're going to open to the right page and it's going to minister. And that's pretty cool too. Absolutely. So kind of switching our mindset here, we talked a lot about like a reader's experience, but if somebody is interested in wanting to write for a future Devo, um, our submissions obviously have closed for this year as we're getting Mm -hmm. so close to thrive, which is so exciting, but what is the process for a writer maybe for the next devotional coming out? Like when do you typically ask for submissions? How can they get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So we typically ask for submissions like end of January, into February. Um, so somewhere around the time frame of, of 2023, look for the next book if you want to get involved. Um, the best way um, I would say is to email us directly. Um, if you're interested, just send an email um, just saying, hey, I'm interested, and we'll add you to our list. Um, that email is submissions at gmail.com. So it's MN as in Minnesota, BTG, bridging the gap, submissions at gmail.com. So that's probably the best way. Um, but we also like to throw things out on Instagram and Facebook as we get closer to advertising for writers and, and gathering writers. So you, if you follow bridging the gaps, Instagram or Facebook pages, that's another way to, to keep it top of mind. Yeah, absolutely. And we will post, uh, you know, a lot about it and give deadlines and give ways to connect. So at mm-hmm. MNBTG is our um, Instagram handle and then just searching on Facebook for us, but we'll make sure to let you know. Um, what are some of the things that as a writer, like you guys, the the team, the editorial team, the, mm-hmm. the submission team, what are you really looking for in these articles? Yeah, so we're looking for, um, you know, to theme it around the theme. Of course, that's the number one thing. We're looking for uh, content that kind of um, aligns with what we're talking about. Um, We really look for writing that um, comes alongside our readers. Um, We really want to be like a partner um, to our our ladies that are reading this book. And so, um, you know, it's a style of writing that is a little bit less like teaching and more of partnering, like think about like, you're telling the story to your friend. What have you learned? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we look for scripture in it and um, we look for personal stories. We really want it to be your story um, and with some scripture incorporated of what you've learned. Um, So we really, yeah, we want it to be a story to tell. Um, you know, if, if that makes you nervous, you're not, you're not sure you're like, can I write that way? Don't worry about it. Send us your first draft and we can give feedback. That's what our editors are here for. Um, they are very gentle and they are also partners in the process. Um, they really want to make sure it's still your voice. Um, and so mm-hmm. they will come alongside you and they can make suggestions. And ultimately it is up to you as the writer to, you know, say, Hey, I, I really like how I sounded in that. And that was my voice. And, and so they're very gentle with it along with fantastic at helping with grammar. So if you, you know, don't be worried about that either. <laughs> That's what they're there for. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, I just really encourage anybody listening today that is really on the edge of like, oh, maybe I would want to write, or you're kind of thinking of something um, that you'd be interested in, just to have the courage to just submit mm-hmm. it. You know, like mm-hmm. Bree said that they're not going to laugh at you or say, this mm-hmm. is awful. <laughs> they're yeah. going to, you know, walk you through the process and talk you through it and maybe suggest changes if there should be or uh, things like that. But 
really just encourage you guys just to take that step and, Mm -hmm. and to put that together because your voice matters in it Mm -hmm. and people, you could be really encouraging somebody who needs to hear it. So stay tuned for more information, but the Thrive Devotional, how does that actually release for this year? What can people be, you know, where can they find it? When can they find it? Yeah, absolutely. So we anticipate that the book will be published on Amazon, hopefully around mid-September. So um, we will start doing um, some advertisement on Instagram again and Facebook. So that's probably the best way to, to stay on top. And as soon as we have it on Amazon, if it ends up being sooner than that, we will be sending out lots of posts about it. So you won't miss it. Um, but yeah, anticipate that it probably will be up um, on Amazon under the Bridging and Gap account um, come mid-September. And then of course it goes on sale at Thrive. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for the book, that is a great way to get it, to get a physical copy right away. Um, if you're not able to make it to Thrive, then Amazon is your best way. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards too, we always um, bring them up to the bridge shop. So yes. if you are close in that area or you mm-hmm. go to family camp or anything like that, you can absolutely get copies of them at the bridge shop and we'll make sure to get them in your hands. That's for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> yep. And my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong, Brie, but they're only $10. So yeah. they're really, uh-huh. they're not, it's not too crazy. We want to make sure that you have the ability to get one and then also get one for a friend because mm-hmm. that's the perfect time to start doing your Christmas shopping. So <laughs> get, it done, get it done early. They're the perfect gift for yeah. somebody um, in your life that could use it. But Brie, any last thoughts before we wrap up today? I just think this has been so helpful in bringing mm-hmm. one more awareness to the Devo, but also just sharing Bridging the Gap's true heart and why we even mm-hmm. write this and how people can get involved. But any last thoughts? Yeah, same as what you had said, McKelty. I would just say, you know, if this is something you've been thinking about or it's just kind of turning your spirit right now, hey, maybe I should do this. Don't hesitate. Like McKelty said, we are, um, we want new writers. We want to see, you know, everyone's voice heard. And so this is an opportunity for you to just challenge yourself and grow yourself. And, and we're going to be gentle. So <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, I really think it could be an awesome opportunity to, to either pick up a book or to, to even challenge yourself to write next year. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Brie, for being on here today and sharing and also just all the work you do. I know firsthand how difficult it is to put a book together (laughs) and all of the loose ends and tiny things you never thought of. And so it is a lot of work. So thank you for so much uh, for all your help in that. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, McKelsey. It was great to be here. Thank you for joining us for this episode of E to the Power of Three. We were honored to hear from Brie Slay on the Bridging the Gap devotional, Immersed. This devotional will become available at the Thrive Conference on September 30th and October 1st at the Mayo Civic Center in Rochester, Minnesota. Get your copy at the Bridge Pop-Up Shop Exhibitor Booth. Until then, check out past devotionals by searching Bridge in the Gap Kindle Devotionals on Amazon or by going to mnbtg.org slash bridge dash shop. You can learn more about Bridge in the Gap at mnbtg.org by downloading the new Bridge in the Gap app through your app store or by following MNBTG on social media. Thank you for joining us today and we look forward to being with you next time on E to the Power of Three.